Welcome to another episode of the Collapsing Game Shelf Podcast, a podcast by a group of friends with uh, way too many board games. I'm Tom, and I'm just here by myself. It's been a bit of a week, and so we weren't able to really get together and do anything. But rather than leave this Thursday with nothing, I decided to do a little bit of a recording and talk about games that I play with my kids. Um, This type of episode might be something that comes up every once in a while, as we are not able to find time all the time to be able to get all four of us together and do a recording. So uh, this is something that'll uh, hopefully pop up once in a while, and it should be pretty short so but uh, i'm just going to be talking today about outfoxed a cooperative whodunit game uh this is a game by game right studios and it's you know it's a kids game for uh apparently five and up it takes about 20 minutes and it says it's for two to four players i'm gonna go ahead and just read the back of the box here it's very cute Ms. Plumpert's prize Popeye has gone missing and now it's a chicken chase to crack the case. Move around the board, gathering clues, and then use the special evidence scanner to rule out suspects. You'll have to work together quickly because the guilty fox is hightailing it towards the exit. Will you halt the hungry hooligan before it flies to the coop, or will you be outfoxed? So when you open the box, you're going to find that you have a board, a cute little fox icon, four little hats, which are sort of the Sherlock hats, You've got three dice that have eyes on them, and they have uh, feet on them, and these will be important for the main main uh, main actions in the game. You've got these uh, funny shaped clue tokens, and you've got uh, two sets of cards: one that has the word thief on them, and one that has the word suspect on them. As well as you've got this say uh, orange uh, weird slidey thing, which is the um, the special evidence scanner. The way you set this game up is you're going to shuffle up the clue tokens, you're going to put them on the little uh, paws that are. So uh, spread out throughout the town. You're going to put your four hats in the middle of the town. These are the these are the detective chickens that are trying to find out who stole the pie. So you're going to shuffle up the thief cards and you're going to pull one out and put it into the evidence scanner uh, in the way specified. You're going to shuffle up the suspect cards and you can I think it tells you to lay them out on the on the corners of the of the board, uh, but you can always just leave them in a kind of in a pile if you want. Um, that's it's not super important, but it can be fun to just like get the kids to put everything out in a in a nice uh, in a nice visual way Um, you're gonna put the fox at the top left hand corner and then you're going to start playing and the way the game works is everyone's working together you are going to take turns rolling the dice and what you do at the beginning of your turn is you're going to say whether you're trying to get clues or you're trying to get suspects when you pick one of these two things you're basically saying whether you want to get eyes for suspects or paws for clues and basically you get three chances of rolling the dice and if you make uh if if you're saying suspects and you get three eyes then you get to flip over one of the suspect cards and each suspect card has on it a name, and it's also got a picture of a fox, and each fox has a different, uh, like, bunch of fashion choices on the back of the box here, because I can't remember what all of them are. We've got Ingrid, and we've got Edith, and Edith has a cloak, and a monocle, and a handbag, and Ingrid has a umbrella, and a uh, pair of spectacles, and some gloves. And this is going to be important later, because you're trying to find the person who uh, took the pie and when you and you do that by gathering clues so the other option that you can do is you can try to gather clues 
when you try to gather clues, you're going for getting uh, getting all of your dice to show pause. And when you do get all of your dice to show pause, you get to move along the board towards the, the clue tokens. When someone does get to one of the pods, they get to gather up the clue token and then put it into the evidence scanner. And the clue token is going to have on it, uh, let's say it has a handbag for the kind of like the one that Edith has on it. You're gonna put it into the evidence scanner and you're gonna open up the slider. And if it has a white circle showing, if it's only showing white underneath, it means that the thief did not have that item on them. So in this case, if I were to have the handbag clue token inside of the evidence scanner, it showed white, it would mean that the thief did not have a handbag with them, which meant that Edith is not the is not the culprit. And so you can tell the kids to safely discard Edith back to the box and say bye-bye, which is always kind of cute. Um, if it has a green circle underneath it, then that means that that is one of the things that the thief has on them. So in this case, if the handbag token did show a green circle underneath it, that would mean that Edith would still be on the chopping block, but Ingrid might not. And in this way, you're going to be just taking turns trying to flip over cards to increase your suspect pool or moving around the board trying to find these clue tokens and there's a lot of fun in just getting the kids to roll the dice and getting them to gather up the clue tokens and put it in the, having them put it in the scanner and uh, trying to teach them a little bit of deduction. So of course there's always going to be a downside. So when you roll the dice, if you don't happen to make it after three sets of rerolls, the thief token gets to move three spaces forward and basically you lose the game if he the token ever makes it to the uh, uh, hole in the ground that's kind of at the other side of town. So if they makes it into the sewer and gets to escape with the pies, I guess wandering through the sewers of the pie. Don't read too much into that but typically because i'm generally playing this with like three and four year old kids i'm not usually worried about that i usually just let them go and you know roll as many times as they want because it's not it's not super fun to make them try to figure that out it's a good way to teach kids a little bit of deduction a little bit of counting you get them to count up the little feet on the dice doesn't take a lot of setup it's not hard to explain and the theme is very cute and it's very a, a very fun little little game one of my friend said that it's one of the less obnoxious games to play with uh with his like niece and i thought that was pretty funny and that that is kind of what prompted me to pick this up one time when i saw it it's definitely one to think about if you see it um it's pretty good i like the theme the one thing that i do have to mention is that like i, I don't think we've played it a lot but the board itself is starting to already fall apart which isn't 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 great i mean it's starting to like warp and stuff so it's not the best well-made thing i found but everything else in it is very very well made and very cute and very fun this game is a, a keeper for me it's a definite recommendation if you have kids around um it's it's fun i like the deduction aspect i like the getting them to count and i think it's a it's a very cute little entry so yeah that's going to be it for me today if you want to get a hold of us you can always hit us up at collapsinggameshelf at gmail.com or on twitter at cgs podcast and if you want to talk to me for some reason for some reason you can hit me up at team rage tom on twitter yeah thanks for listening i hope you have a great day and we'll be back at you next week with something fun bye We'll be right back.